What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Salter Time Podcast. It's your boy, Ricky, a.k.a. Dick Chuck, a.k.a. the man behind the can at Salter Time Official. Here, as always, with my conversation accomplice, the man with the hunch about Worcester and also that other crack you just heard. Travis, what is cracking fizzle fiends? Oh my goodness. What is cracking fizzle fiends? Welcome back to another episode of the seltzer time podcast. It's been a while since I messed up my part of the intro. I know it's usually uh, me, man. Per usual, we are <laughs> stoked that you are here. And uh, yeah, this week I'm starting the show by dripping up some of this delicious uh, craft cider on my keyboard, you know, nice. as you do. I'm bouncing yeah. um, back and forth between a bubbly pineapple coconut seltzer and Yum. some tea because <laughs> it's okay. cold. <laughs> Yo, respect. Yeah, it, is, it got cold. We're going to get hit with this snow all of a sudden. I know. It's gross. Dude, last night we were supposed to get just that dusting and then it ended up accumulating to two more inches. Oh, my God. I, so yesterday I went for like a walk, like a hike thing in the morning with Brendan. Got home, like did some stuff around the house. Got some work. I worked for like an hour or so. And then I took a nap. I like actually I, for the first time in literally, I thought it was like a couple weeks. Turns out it was like two months, but I actually got on the Peloton. <laughs> oh, hell <laughs> like, yeah. Got, got a workout in because I we did our hike in the morning and I was like, I'm fucking dying. Um, so you did more went, exercise? Yeah, it was weird. It was, it was really weird. Okay. <laughs> but, Bold uh, move, but I dig it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, you know, I felt good for like a couple hours. And today I did nothing. So, um, but yeah, like we were watching TV on the couch and I fell asleep. And I when I started to fall asleep, Naomi was like, it's snowing out. And I was like, cool. And then I woke up like at what felt like days later. Um, and there was so much snow. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then we left to go to dinner at like six. And it was so bad out. It was yeah, horrible it was, driving. It was really gross. So we thought we were doing one thing last night. And then we got a last minute. Uh, invite you didn't go to the rodeo did you no i did think about that though dude we got stuck in rodeo traffic rodeo traffic it took us 38 minutes to drive from major taylor boulevard like that section of the dcu center to the other section of the dcu center one block because there were just like fucking cowboys like getting in and out of cars and running and like take the horses downtown Dude, it was it was it would have been cool if there were horses, but there was yeah, it was I'm also not the biggest rodeo guy to begin with. I think it's Come on, of, I thought you're a country boy. I no. It's whack. You love country fest. I actually I will be honest, the sound about the rodeo doesn't I don't hate it. Like I if you idiots really want to get on horse, like they're not I don't know. They probably keep them hungry. There's probably gonna whole whole bunch of animal rights shit that they do that's terrible. But yeah, they're it's not it's not good if you're yeah, don't. It's kind of like you know you never want to see how a sausage is made, but like when you like step back and think about the rodeo in general, uh, it's a real bad situation. So, and then also like the fucking traffic for some reason, it, dude, it was so bad. We were on the highway and we're like, we should get off at the next exit, but it was just like just dead stopped. So we're like, fuck that, we'll get off at this one. So we jumped off before you get to um like Major Taylor, and or East Central, I guess is the exit, but like. We got off that first one and you come around and then you like, as soon as you cut past the uh, the police station, we just stopped moving. And then we got close to, we got to the next light at like the one at the DCU center where Mezcal is like over on your left. Yeah. And there was 
like 10 million people walking around and we're like, what is happening that's, down here? That's too there many were, people. Dude, there were lines like there were lines coming out of both sections of the parking garage of cars. There were cars everywhere. There were people everywhere. And I was like, yeah, there's probably a show at the Palladium, but like this is wild. Then we're like, was there a show at the DCU Center? <laughs> we got closer and closer and then we texted Brendan and we're like, yo, we're not going to be anywhere near the time we told you we'd pick you up. And he's like, oh, the rodeo's in town. And that's when we started to realize, like, oh, most of these people have fucking cowboy hats on. And then, yeah, it was just a lot of... A lot of they were just moseying on down to Worcester. Uh, it's a lot, of, a lot of moseying and a lot of problematic bumper stickers. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it, it certainly does attract a certain breed of people. No, I'll tell you what I did later. It's uh, It was extremely unexpected and probably one of the coolest things I've done this year. And I've been to a bunch of places around the world, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I was going to say, you've like traveled and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's been a pretty fucking cool year to be Travis Duda. I won't lie to you. He's saying this on uh, February 26th. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Like, oh, you mean like the last like 365 yeah, days, last, not just calendar turnover. Agreed. Yeah. No, and like, like the future seems bright, you know, famous last words, but <laughs> no, I feel, I feel you. I agree. Yo, let's catch up on, uh, what you were talking about before we got into this though. You went out to some new bar. Oh yeah, dude. So post, <laughs> post cowboy traffic, um, <laughs> we, we went to dinner at wooden bar and then we we're leaving and we like, so I have this group chat where this article kind of like surfaced last week or a couple days ago about this bar that's opening. It's a Sopranos themed piano bar. And we're like, yo, we're going to this. This is fucking sick. Like I've Here never seen Sopranos. Yeah. In, in Worcester. I've never seen the Sopranos. Some people in our group chat have, some people haven't, but like a piano, like I got to go to a piano bar. That's going to be a blast. And they like encourage you to like sing along. It's like a whole thing, which on paper and like, kind of sounds like a nightmare <laughs> like that that could be a real bad time um but we're like whatever we're gonna have a blast so we like figure out we like read through the article whatever the place's name is stagats yeah you can't even just be like oh i'm going down to stagats you're gonna be like we're going to stagats it's a top yeah tapas like they didn't have the, the kitchen open last night because like they literally opened on friday that logo's lame um, as hell but the, hey, you said it's you. cool. The atmosphere. Hey, whatever. I'm just so, saying. No, it does not give I, I me. Any, it does not give me uh, Sopranos vibes. You when you're in there, you'll you'll see. <laughs> it's like some. Do they serve gabagool? Uh, I don't know. Their kitchen wasn't open, but they had a bunch of free food. Wait, do you have a Soprano shirt on? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wait. Is that? I have the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just said that because of that episode. <laughs> Right. Our, uh, midnight. <laughs> our producer Malone has uh, an awesome shirt on. It's so good. Have you figured out your nickname already? Not I yet. came up with this before. I'm calling you Malone from here on out because it's funny to that, me. That's fine. You oh, yeah. Me, me and Malone down at Stagats. I don't know why. Because <laughs> Carl Malone was the postman. Oh. So I'm calling oh, you nice. Carl Malone. I, I was gonna. This was, was funnier to me before. Joke. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> oh yeah. So okay. No, I was gonna make a joke like Carmelone. That's not a joke at all. But like Carmelone. When I think of Carmelone, I think of the Transplants, like the the Tim Armstrong band. 
Okay. Because there's like one line where he talks about like they get more shots than Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's yeah. the Carmelone. Hell yeah. Reference of my life. I think he's a basketball guy, right? Carmelo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He would. That he makes would a make lot crazy. of crazy. I again, I don't know much about basketball. I just know he would pass and get a bunch of assists. Ah. So Stugatz. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Was so, it cool? It sounds like yeah. nightmare. It's dope. So it's. It's on, it's in like Webster Square, like right across from CVS. There's like a, like a strip mall thing. And it's the very last spot like in there. So you're like, where are we going? <laughs> and then you pull in and you kind of ask yourself like, where are we going again? And then you get down there and you see like the little neon and like, yeah, there's like a cool little Dear piano God, thing. On the bar. We couldn't get anywhere near that piano because there were like, there were, it was already like commandeered. Like people were like there ready to go. So in the article, they're like, oh, we cater to like the 40 to 70 year old genre. And we're like, sounds fucking great. Let's go. So we did. And for a second, we're like, we're definitely going to be the youngest ones here. But mm-hmm. which we I don't think we were because there were two. You walk in. It's kind of like a long kind of narrowy spot. And then there's like Kino. <laughs> there's Kino. <laughs> there was like a Kino thing like right there. And then there's another bar on the like through a little door with like some more tables and stuff where you can watch like the Bruins and Kino. But the front section is this like there's a dude playing piano and there's a bar that's like built into the piano area. And there were like just women at it. I don't know if he knew these women or if he didn't, but I was like, my man, you're killing it. (laughs) Then we sit down. We got like the last open table. Then there was one that had like a reserved thing, but like nobody showed while we were there. So I don't know if they were coming later, but every other table was full. And there was like, like people definitely older than us, but like On an opening weekend. Damn. Yeah, dude, they were killing it. And then there was the, the, the two front tables were like, one was like this big group of like probably seven women, like probably my, like our age, like right around like thirties, mid thirties. And then right across from them was another table with like another five or six, like probably the same age as us women, all just like losing their minds, like singing, like having a blast. It was sick. I was like, you know what? I'm really happy we have Stigats. Like, what a cool idea. 35, they're like, they're like, nah, we're shooting for 40 to 70. And then all the like 30 year olds, are like, we want to be there. That sounds great. Cause going somewhere with a bunch of like 20 year olds sounds like a nightmare to me. It's just exhausting. Yeah, give me the 70 year olds. Plus, like, pfft, dude, there was one lady, Give the me lady Cougar Town. Cougar Town. That's what's up. No, the lady that was there was one table that was like wild. And they were definitely they were like the older. They were definitely the oldest table in the room. Hell yeah. And this lady was getting down to like a piano rendition of Don't Stop Believing. Hell just like, yeah. Get it. It was sick. Like such a sick spot. So, all right, I'll go. To, I mean, uh, we're constantly looking for new spots, and that's truly not far from us. So, dude, yeah. you got to just go. You got to go, and you just check it out, and you hang <laughs> out. I had a ginger ale; it was delicious. That's so funny. <laughs> it was in a plastic cup. I was so excited. I was like, you know what? This is what I wanted from Stagall. Oh, I don't want pint glasses. I don't want coops. I don't want anything like fancy or even like legit. I want a plastic ass cup, and it, that's what I got, and it was. It's gorgeous. Hands down, my favorite thing about New Orleans was being able to get everything served in a plastic cup and then you walked right oh, out so the damn door and yeah. you could just walk around with it. Like, oh, yeah. It was, oh my God. That was 
So last night we were in Boston for the thing we did and we had to finish up dinner and all I wanted to do was pour what I was drinking because it was like this delicious, I don't know, we went to some sushi spot and it was like, a, it was called a bitch's brew, but it was a sake based cocktail and a sacktail. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you stopped drinking and I've started. But, I know. Uh, now you're like making up drinks. Like you got all kinds of. <laughs> I'm so so. Proud. But all I wanted to do last night was to pour this thing in a plastic cup, like take it to go. But you could have. I mean, what are they going to do? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't don't do that. Yo. So speaking of other things that reminded me of New Orleans, I went to the Mama Roo pop up over at Sundown. Oh, my nice. friggin' god! John Demoga made a gumbo that knocked my pants off. Yeah, I my plan was to make it there on Friday and then they didn't open. So he I thought so the bar normally opens at six. We got there right. at like a little after six and they weren't opening until 630. And we were super, super, super hungry. We're like, we'll come back after. So we just shot over to Bocado, got a bunch of food there, but then like accidentally ate too much. And I was like, I can't eat gumbo. I will literally die right now. So, dude, I went up. I ordered two gumbos, a parade cracker, and a deviled eggs. I didn't touch the deviled eggs. My business partner came down. My business partner and his oh, wife cool. came down. So we were hanging out on Thursday night. We've never been in a bar together. Again, Whoa. now that Travis has this newfound uh, hobby, apparently, where I can- It happens. Yeah. Well, I'm with somebody that- I don't know if I want to say it. Ah, fuck it. I'll say it. I'm with somebody that can responsibly drink, and it doesn't give me a bad feeling about the entire yeah. situation. So I feel more confident. And I'm staying away from beer. I recognize that beer is not my thing. I like I like a vodka drink. I like a, even a cider. Beer makes me feel I tired. I, I thought you were about to start doing some Chumbawamba. <laughs> like a whiskey drink. I'll take a vodka. I, I, I was need like, to get in there and say me too. <laughs> hell yeah. That was one of the first albums I had. Wait, really? Yeah, hell yeah. That's fantastic. Mm. They had like a pink head on it or something. Was it like I, lime green and pink? Or I couldn't tell Dude. you another al- a song off that album. It was oh, I couldn't tell you another song. I just remember the CD case was like lime green, lime with green a pink head, pink head, and like a white stripe that said Chumbawamba, ish, yep. and it had a big old weird teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! What a band! weren't they like they're like very huge. Whatever they're like Australian or something or whatever. I think country they're British, they're. Uh, uh, but they're like this is not what most of their music sounds like. Really? Did you ever? I want. I want to. Maybe tomorrow. I'm gonna well, do a deep dive on Chumbawamba. They're they're more <laughs> punk, truthfully. Okay. Hell yeah. We also so also cool I'm things that happened this week is I uh, we had Jenny Pasillo's first fundraiser. For oh, I know. I forgot about that. There I saw more. your. Okay, cool. I really wanted to go, and then I saw your post with the jacket thing, and I was like, "Where's he going?" And then it clicked, and I was like, "Ah, oh, it's too late." <laughs> So yeah, uh, for anybody unaware, I'm helping out Jenny with her campaign. I, uh, for as much as this show does not want to be in politics, Travis Duda kind of does, but I don't ever want to be in city council. I give everybody, even the people that I don't really like what they're doing. I give them a lot of respect for wanting to put themselves in that position. However, being an advisor seems a little bit more my speed. There you go. So, and Jenny's fucking rad. So Jenny really, is fucking oh, really pumped to see what she's doing. She has a whole team behind her. I right before we started recording this, I just came from her campaign meeting. So that's rad. But it was cool. It was cool to be on the organizational side of an event like that. I've been to one or two other ones for like a Sean Rose type person. Yeah, so, yeah. 
it was cool to see people come in the room. But one of the most interesting things that happened is uh, Counselor King, Christian King, uh, looked at my hustle and work hat, which I absolutely left at Nikki's house, by the way. But he was looking at my hat. He's like, hey, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's hustle and work. It's a brand that I sell. I have some stuff down at Worcester Wares. And then every time he passed me for like three or four more times that night, he's like, I like that hat. And he would just like walk by like, man, he's so fucking cool. Just, hey, like that hat, man. So I'm like, Christian, I, I can get you one, you know, email me. Yeah. So I'm going to get that's Christian rad. Thing. But it was cool. It was that two chefs. Uh, dude, they had. I've these, never been there. I drive by it all the time, but it was a freaking bumping. It was bumping <clears> like <throat> Like there's a, a whole blue collar audience that really enjoys that spot and goes there because they were mobbed even before jenny's campaign started off like the, oh, the cool. parking situation's a little a little challenging over there they, yeah uh, it's willies right wild willies is like that old spot yeah yeah right next to wings or whatever that mm-hmm. wing spot yeah is. wing uh something wings wicked wing wicked wings yeah <laughs> but two chefs had these uh like appetizer bits that they were selling or not selling giving out to people where it was um egg roll but it was a a uh, chicken parm egg roll it was really fucking good wait that sounds wild it was like cheese and chicken and breaded chicken a little bit of marinara sauce yeah eddie was the dude helping All us right. out and uh That's cool in between like meeting i don't know random worcesterites i was shoving these in my face i probably had eight to ten of them that night that sounds great it was dinner there you go what else did you do this week? Any else fun happen to you? Uh, what did I do this week? I don't know. Oh, just stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I oh, dude, <laughs> very excited. Speaking of country, did you? Yeah, we were talking about this country music thing. So there's a country fest that's happening at the Palladium Outdoors this year that they just announced. So it's put on by Off the Rails. They're like sponsoring okay. it. That makes sense. Um. When the when I first saw the graphic, I was like, "Oh, look, okay." There, I had two thoughts to this. I was like, "Number one, hell yeah, I'm so happy that like that's a thing that people can go to in Worcester." It makes no sense that there weren't bigger country shows here before, but okay. well, there were, but like not not like that type of level. And I was like, well, "Now we have Palladium Outdoors. Like, let's let's go. Like, give the people what they need and what they want." Then my second thought was. There's no way I'm going to this. Like, I didn't, even rec- I didn't recognize a single person. I knew the head. I also didn't realize it was two days. I like, I just looked at it quickly and I was like, uh, that's, you know, I'm really happy this is happening. That's sick. I definitely want to like push it. You but don't want to go to Uncle Cracker and Nelly? No, 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 no. I'm going that day. <laughs> you're, not ke- you're not keeping me out of the, I'm sorry. The I, area. Missed. I missed. No, it's okay. I, it took me a second because I was like, oh, I don't really. I know Dustin Lynch, who's headlining the first day, but I don't care about Dustin Lynch. Like, he's not going to get me out of my. I'm not even thinking about it. And then I'm looking at the other bands and I'm like, I've never heard of a single person on this list. Then I noticed Uncle Cracker and I was like, dude, Uncle, I'm going. Like, Uncle Cracker's my dude. Hell yeah. I saw Uncle Cracker at Twin River in like, I don't know, 2009 or something. And it was. Not the worst show I've ever been to, but like you got it, you know, you got to just kind of understand like where you are, what's happening. It's weird. Watch a um, drink for roofies. I get it. 
it, it was a strange, it was a strange situation, but it was cool. Then I'm looking, I'm like, I don't recognize the rest of these people. And then it literally, the last person I saw on the list was, or on the, the graphic was Nelly. And I just within like one second, screenshot it, texted it to Naomi. and was like, we're, we're going to this. She hates country music with a passion, but she loves Nelly. And I was like, I've never seen Nelly. I need to see Nelly. And I also need Nelly to like come out. I know he's going to do, he has like some country stuff. That he That's what I'm asking. Is he, has he reinvented himself or is he going to so, do like country grammar back to back? Dude, if he just did country grammar back to back, I'll be, I'll go two, I'll go both fucking days. I don't care. I'll pay t- three times the price just for country grammar. It's all I need in my life. Respect. But no, he like, he was on a Tim McGraw song back in the day. And then it, yeah, it, like he's, He's not a country artist, but he's like a country we accept Jason. him thing. Yeah, it's weird. Well, and like he did Hootie, right? Hootie made that transition. So well, I'm not surprised that more Yeah, but he he's like an actual country artist. Like he has like peach, I guess that's what peach. I'm saying though. Like for Nelly to come back all of a sudden and be a country artist wouldn't be the most surprising thing to me. No, but I think the the paycheck is definitely right. And the I don't think um on a regular basis, Nelly can put 10,000 people in a parking lot. I think it's more of a like, oh, it's cute. Nelly and Ja Rule are co-headlining the Palladium. Like, I think we're at that level of Nelly's you career. so already? Damn. Yeah, there's no way he could do an arena. But if you, like, put him in this country genre, now he's headlining outdoor Palladium. It's kind of a thing. I hope that he just performs the country grammar record. I'm interested. All, all I'm day. interested to see what happens at this. I'm going. It's going to be sick. It's going to be so sick. Dude, the next three things I have lined up for the play. Well, like mentally scheduled for the Palladium. Okay. Anti-Flag and Flogging Molly on Tuesday night. Like this coming Tuesday. Yeah. This Nelly thing, which (laughs) I think that might be the third thing, but this like Nelly Country Fest thing. And then before that, there's a Grateful Dead cover band that's playing there. And like, I don't like the Grateful Dead. It's like not a thing for me. But I have like a whole group of friends that are obsessed with it and they really want to go. And I was like, let's do it. I'm going to go because I'm never going to go see the dead. I don't I don't care. But I would go to this because it's five seconds down the street. More, it's a weird. More, it's a weird more trio, for you, my dude. It's a weird trio. Um, I've been trying to find something to go to at uh, at the Palladium because my girlfriend Nikki's never been. What does she like? Anti flag or flogging, flogging Molly? She does like flogging Molly. Friday, Tuesday night. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. Oh, I right. got that. I got that stream we do every Tuesday. Oh yeah, good point. I also, I'm saying I'm going to be there, but there's also this like 35 year old in me that's like, just go home after work and go to bed. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nobody, just go to bed. So we'll see. I'm, I'm just at the tail end of the, the the winter, I don't know, hibernation festival. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like once the, once the warmer weather hits me going out and doing more things and like leaving it's been the house like at 50 though, all winter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not, well, not really. Now we're not in the work. Well, yes, it has been all winter, but we're getting into like the extra crappy stuff. The snow's coming. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I know it was pretty gross. That like yesterday, I think Tuesday, yeah. It's supposed to be kind of gross. There's actually a chance I would probably work from home, but so 
That's so the snow is a beautiful segue, and the cold is partly the reason why I got a phone or a text message from friend of the show, Rob Bellotta, yesterday, where asking me if I had any plans last night because he could not make it to the John Mulaney uh, Netflix <sighs> taping that happened in Boston. Wait, that's sick. So he asked me if I wanted the tickets. So Nikki and I unfortunately had plans with Jenny and Nate. So I texted them. I'm like, guys, I'm so, so sorry to cancel this late, but we're, we got to go to this thing. So can oh. we catch up with you? So I'm feeling slightly guilty about that. However, Nikki and I decided to brave the snow and it was already kind of gross when we left for Boston. Yeah. We had to get there. So the taping was 10 o'clock, right? The show was 10 o'clock, which is crazy late. 10 p.m.? Yeah. Where was the show? At the Symphony Orchestra. And it was all part of his From Scratch Whoa. tour that he's been doing. So okay. I've been a John Mulaney fan for a while, uh, ever since his SNL days where he was just a writer. Um, but clearly in the past couple years, he's had some shit happen to him in his personal life that has bled over into his public persona. Um, I am for anybody that owns their shit. I am for anybody that can come out and discuss the the real heavy topics that he talks about in this special um hmm. with as much grace or at least humor as he did um but he admits to being you know a, a narcotics or abusing narcotics basically cocaine okay. specifically and a whole bunch of other pills hmm. um but he still finds the humor in like his journey and at times it really felt like an na style owning your your shit kind of thing yeah which made it i don't know part of his humor is how real and how um authentic it is and this mm. another iteration of his, his authentic journey but he comes out saying you know like uh you may notice my vibe is different turns out before when i was like bah, 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 there might have been a reason for that <laughs> So it's like he really sets the tone early, and then he has this whole bit about killing your grandmother. But uh, okay, <laughs> it's it's just he's fucking funny. So we were bummed that Rob couldn't make it because he clearly bought these tickets a while ago. Um, but we were appreciative of him selling them to us. So we rolled in. We had to get there and pick them up before eight, and then we had to come back before nine to get into our seats, or else they couldn't guarantee that we would be where we were supposed to be, kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. And then, have you ever messed with a yonder bag? Oh, is that the thing you put your phone in and they lock it? And yeah, I had to do that for Chris Rock, and then also for Dave Chappelle, and I think that might be it. It's, they're pretty cool. Um, it was my first time coming in contact with them. For anybody unfamiliar, they are essentially like a uh, a pouch, right? Like a big oversized pouch. Creed? <laughs> <coughs> what, Malone? <laughs> I, I told, he was like, Cr I was like, Creed. No. Oh my god! Yeah, Scott Stapp doesn't want any footage to be released I, on social. I want to finish this. Like, I want, I want to keep hearing about this, but then I want to talk about Creed right after because I have some feelings that need to be public. Deal. All right, we will do that. Hell so, yes. this yonder bag for anybody <laughs> unfamiliar—it's an oversized pouch that barely fits your phone. They basically everything that can record audio or video—they make you check into this bag. 
and it seals at the top in a device that's similar to like the anti-theft device that you see at a retail store, that kind of like magnet powered thing. Yeah. So they check your, they check your phone, you put it in and you can stays with you the entire night, which that was part where I was the most cool with. I've heard in other situations where you literally have to like hand them your phone and it goes in a box and it goes on a shelf and you have to check it like a coat check. I didn't yeah. want that. I was dumb enough because my cell phone is my wallet too. I was dumb enough to lock my credit card in <laughs> with my phone. Oops. Oh no. <laughs> but uh, thankfully Nikki bought me a drink. Uh, nice. But other than that, like it was so super chill. I just, it felt weird being at this, this really cool thing and not being able to like, take a quick photo to, you know, commemorate the night. Yeah. That said, it was also really fucking cool to just be in the room to be so completely focused that I didn't have the ability. Like I felt the thing vibrating in the pouch. I couldn't yeah. do shit about it. Yeah, I I uh I totally agree. The uh, the two things I went to where that happened were comedy both comedy shows and it was like, "Oh, I'm in the same room as I mean, he's always been weird, but like in the same room as dave Chappelle, how am i not gonna like take a picture of this sure and then the same thing with chris rock where i was like this is chris fucking rock like that's my dude um but at the same time you kind of like oh this is like how life was just a few short years ago yeah but it's also like that's chris fucking rock we owe him our full attention like oh yeah yeah no totally agree. i hope more bands or more musicians get into this style of thought like nothing uh, drives me fucking more crazy than seeing all these stupid phones when all I want to do is see the band. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce, they tried doing that with the whole, um, that whole Dubai thing that she did a couple weeks ago. It wasn't, I, I don't I think they were. That. Oh, she like played this private concert. She paid $24 million Holy to play. Do we, we didn't talk about it on the show. I don't think so. Oh, dude, it was a thing. Yeah, they, this like, uh, the Atlantis Dubai opened a, a, a resort there. It It's literally the craziest place ever. And it's fucking, we could do a whole episode about how I feel about this place. But like, basically what they did, they didn't, you couldn't go as a normal person the first weekend. It was only influencers, but they were smart. And they didn't just use like, like oh, Kim Kardashian, like. Like they used like like influence across multiple different spaces. So I listened to this marketing podcast. That's like it's more of like a numbers thing. and It's weird. I don't even like it. I like <laughs> like like a handful of episodes here or there. But uh, so I, I happened to listen to the episode about this event. But I knew this happened because all of Twitter was like, why is Beyonce playing in Dubai right now? People started digging, figured out it was like this hotel opening. Then they figured they figured out that like what she got paid, which is 24 million um, for an hour long set. But Fucking it was like, her. yeah, seriously. But like it, it was crazy. So the I mean, like one of the Jenners was there because her tequila is like the official tequila of the, the resort. And like there were some rapper people, but it was mostly like social media people were there to post about it. And their whole thing was like, Oh, we don't care. Like we want you to take photos, post about the whole weekend. But during the Beyonce show, please no photos or video until the very last song. And like most people, as soon as she started their phones were out, like that's just kind of how it goes. And, uh, they, the last song, there's like this, like, 
thing she stands on and it like shoots her up in the air and she's like standing on this thing. It was fucking wild, but they wanted people to catch that moment. But instead they caught like the whole show, but it was crazy. It was so crazy. I wonder if, so like, yeah, I I swear, man, I I feel like there's going to be a technology we're going to see in the near future that it's a clear pouch where you're going to have to, with your ticket, you're going to have to use this clear pouch where somebody in the room can set it to like blackout mode for certain moments where performers are going to want those, those intimate moments. Cause we're living a digital world and things are going to be experienced differently digital than they are. And I think there's going to be like the, the, the fucking people talking about like, you had to be in the room. You had to be in the room kind of thing. Yeah. I think, uh, we're getting closer to that than ever. I think because of not necessarily the technology, but like the generation below us are way fucking cooler than we are. <laughs> like, like we as weird as it sounds like we did, we were there like before that was like a technology you could use. These kids are just born into it. And now they're like, yeah, whatever. Like, obviously they're, they use it a lot, but they're, they're not the entire show on their phone. It's always like a millennial person. It's never the Gen Z it's like never the Gen Z group. Interesting. They're very much cooler than than we will ever be. <laughs> so, what do you think about Creed? Oh my god! Okay, <clears throat> Creed. <laughs> I'm not a Creed Creed guy. I could, but like, I, I mean, couldn't some, have guessed that. Yeah, a couple of Creed songs here and there. Give them to me. But we have a friend who we like who has this fake uh, obsession has been bestowed upon her that she's obsessed with Creed, even though she's not, she hates Creed like with a passion. We just think it's really funny to be like, Oh yeah, you're obsessed with Creed, whatever. So because of that, talk about Creed a lot. I tend to fall into Creed TikTok <laughs> probably more than I should. Creed it's talk. So much fun. It's also a thing where like, there's all these different you know, TikTok, like all the new TikTok trends tend to find a way to like be creatified. Like there's one right now where it's like some game thing. And like, it's like, you stop doing this or you're going to go to jail. And it's like a, like an AI thing. And it's like your face, but it's like an AI body and you run out of this house with all cops. People are doing it to Creed songs now and it's blowing up. It's fantastic. So I mean, there's also just so many days when Naomi and I walk around the house. I'm just like, we're the homes, what hope? Or like. You were describing one of those things where you say something at first because it's ironic. And then at a certain point, you've said it so many times that it's now part of your personality. Yeah. It sounds like you and Naomi are Creed fans to me. I mean. I don't want to yuck your yum, my dude. Can you take me higher? What a jam. <laughs> I appreciate that, Travis. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. I, I tried to pass I, my bowl. I did the, enjoy a uh, a can, C-A-N-N, seltzer before, right when I got home. So Had a boy. Feeling, feeling, feeling it. So I feel like, by the way, feeling it, we're kind of feeling towards the ass. Devo's got his, I mean, Malone has his, damn it, I gotta, <laughs> gotta stay consistent. Uh, I feel like we're reaching towards the end of this week's episode. You have anything else you want to get in here? Uh, oh, dude. Um, definitely dedicating this episode to Podunk, the brewery cat, yeah, Timber Yards. 
Podunk, we love you. And we will miss you. You're the cutest little kitty cat. I remember the last time I was at Timberyard, I was working an event, and Podunk, while they were like trying to find me a sweatshirt to wear, Podunk was like falling into the box of hoodies. Like repeat, like they like she'd like I forget if Podunk was a girl or a boy. Doesn't matter. Either way, Podunk would fall into the box of hoodies. They would take it out and it would like kind of walk and then just like fall back into it. It was very cute. That's adorable. But yeah. Podunk is no longer with us. It's very sad. That's a bummer. Sucks. All right, yeah. people. You did it. I got nothing else. So you've killed 30 something minutes with us and we are forever grateful. If you want to uh, kill some more time, invest some of your monetary gains into the bubbly boys, you can do that at seltzertime.com. Or if you want to find more about your boy Travis and his uh, crooked spine adventures, find me at Hunchback Travis. Uh, (laughs) All off my ass, like all right out of my ass as I was talking. Crooked spine adventures. Crooked spine, crooked mind. You know what they say. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, if you guys want to find me, you can find me at DickChuck77. And yeah, all the Seltzer Time official handles in the world, I think. Thanks, y'all, <laughs> for listening. Thanks, y'all, for being so supportive of us coming back. And we got more stuff coming. Bye-bye.